Hey everyone, I'm Michael Gabriel, and this is Run the Small World, a show I do to talk to friends about all things running in Disney. Uh, we're just past the Run Disney Princess Half Marathon weekend, and this weekend I have uh, a new guest to talk to me about it. So, who are you, and how do we know each other? I am Kirsten, and I know you because I DM'd you on Instagram asking for running advice. Pretty basic. <laughs> Yep. Uh, you did that after, uh, I guess, Wine and Dine weekend. And I guess you knew, so you'd been following me since Princess? Yeah. Last year? Princess. And I said you after Wine and Dine because I was coming up to my first half marathon for Princess in 2019. Cool. And we've been talking since. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Obviously, we're going to talk about Princess Weekend because you did your first half. But before that, I wanted to ask some background questions about you. So... Um, I know Disney is a pretty major part of your life. Uh, can you give a brief rundown on the other pretty amazing things you have going on that are connected to Disney? So connected to Disney, I have my own Etsy shop called Magical Princess Years. And I basically work from home, full-time job that took off. I've been doing it since 2017. And basically, I make Disney ears or Disney-inspired ears. Not associated with Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you hit a pretty big milestone yesterday. Yes. Yesterday we hit a thousand sales. Which, which is pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Pretty <laughs> cool. Um, wasn't expecting it so soon, but or didn't really even expect it to take off the way that it did. But you never know. And I love it. I do it every day. <laughs> uh, and you also have another kind of part-time thing that you do that's connected sort of tangentially to Disney? Yes, I dress up as Disney-inspired characters, and I do children's birthday parties. So <laughs> around three to five years old, typically, I'll show up as their favorite princess, and we do games, story times, sing-alongs, and it's great. It's... um something that I truly love doing, and I hope one day to do it for Disney. We'll see. Keep going to these auditions. <laughs> well, I will be rooting for you. So, uh, with Disney stuff behind us, uh, what got you started on running? Um, honestly, my friend Kelly kept seeing the Run Disney 10K. Or she was really into the Run Disney Instagram page. She would always follow it. She had friends that did all the Run Disney races. And we were always in sports together. We started with volleyball. And then after volleyball, she would run and she always wanted to do these events. And eventually she kind of roped me into doing them with her. And after the 10K, I was hooked. So after the 10K, I immediately signed up for the Star Wars weekend, then Wine and Dine weekend. And I absolutely fell in love with it. She's kind of on the fence about it. She's kind of sticking to her 10Ks, but I hopefully will run a full marathon one day. You are definitely going to. We're, we're working on that. Yes, training <laughs> schedule. <laughs> uh, once you start committing to the training we've already laid out for you, we'll start rope turning that into a marathon for you. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, one day. <laughs> So people don't keep hearing me peer pressure you into a full marathon. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna roll into uh, other things. So, um, what are your kind of overall thoughts on the whole Princess Weekend in just a few words? Like, just the first things that come to mind. What would you say? Oh my gosh, magical, fun, exciting! It's so fun. I've 
I start, so like my races started with Run Disney and I've started doing races down here now. And like, ooh, I just really look forward to the Run Disney races. They're so much fun, for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I would agree with all of that. So uh, we're going to actually start talking about the weekend specifically, the Princess Weekend that we just went through. And I want to go kind of step by step for both of us. So let's we'll start with the expo. What are your thoughts on your experience at the expo? I loved the expo. I always look forward to going there and seeing all the merch that they have and running into people. Um, I'm really happy. I remember I contacted you before the expo because the one thing that I absolutely need are the race magnets for each <laughs> different race. The back of my car, um, I have each different magnet being featured on my car and my fridge. And I remember for Wine and Dine, they sold out of the 10K magnet, so I made sure to contact you for the half marathon magnet <laughs> because you were there before me. Um, I was really looking forward to getting a spirit jersey because I saw it online. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Um, I would love to get that. But when I showed up, they were actually sold out, which I was a bit surprised at because they have a ton of merch, um, but it seemed like people really stocked up on them and were selling them online, which I thought was... It's a little bit of a bummer, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a bit <laughs> odd because um, from what I heard, people were getting like thousands of dollars worth of spirit jerseys. That's rough. I think you and I have both, uh, we've talked about this already. We have opinions on that, but uh, it's probably a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you talked about like meeting people at the expo um, and one of my experiences that was really neat, uh, this was the first time I started getting recognized by people at the expo. Like I've been making friends at previous weekends but it was really something else since, I guess, since I won the Princess 5K last year, as soon as I arrived at the expo, which was the first stop when I drove into town, I just started being recognized by friends and then by people I didn't know who knew me from Instagram. And that was really weird, um, but great. And it's a theme that we're going to re re uh, return to throughout the weekend as we talk through it. So, uh, yeah. Um, but I know you've been recognized in the parks before because of your ears. Yes. Um, people have stopped me and they're like, oh, like you're a magical princess. Yes, because I'll um, blog on my Instagram and sometimes I'll do some in-park giveaways. Um, a lot of cast members mainly recognize me instead of park guests, but I have had park guests recognize me as well. So that's it's pretty cool. It is. <laughs> um, so for anybody listening, if you ever recognize either of us, just say hi. <laughs> we like it. <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. So I guess the, the next step, you didn't get to do the 5k. So I just want to talk just a little about that um, from my end. Um, so the 5k was hot and humid. I guess the whole weekend really was kind of hot and humid. Uh, although the half was better than the others because of cloud cover. But for the 5k, it was hot and humid. Um, I showed up in a Princess Elena of Avalor full length dress because she was the metal uh, princess for the 5k. Um, and uh, they interviewed me before the race again. <laughs> um, and they let off the interview by going like, so Michael, uh, we interviewed you before the race last year and then you won the darn thing. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, they were like, so uh, clearly you're gonna be a failure if you don't win today, <laughs> which was uh, really funny. Um, and of course everybody started laughing and it was only after that that they pulled back the camera to show everybody that I had a dress on that went down to my ankles. Um, and so everybody laughed a bit more at that. Uh, but then after that, the, the guy, started to ta uh, like taunt other people to challenge them to beat me during the race. So it was really funny. And uh, I definitely did not go out to win uh, this time. I mean, I didn't last year. It was an accident. And I definitely didn't set out to and I didn't this year. Uh, There's at least one guy who like set out to win. And I was happy to let him have it. Uh, my personal victory was just trying not to trip. 
So, um, and I nearly did a few times, including one point where I like planted my feet next to Aladdin for the photo stop and started to slide right past him. Uh, and he like lunged for me, but thankfully I stayed upright. Um, uh, one of the weirdest things, and this goes back to the, like being recognized is because I got interviewed beforehand and it was mentioned that I won last year's. So the 5k has this, it's the only one where you finish in the same area where other people are still starting. So when you go and you're ready to get on the bus to go home or to go to the hotel, like you can't until everybody finishes the start, uh, passes by on the start area. And so as soon as I finished, people started asking me if I had won and I was, you know, of course I didn't and I was laughing and stuff. But then people started to like stop during their 10K when they saw me to turn and say hi and ask if I won, <laughs> uh, which was really, really funny or during their 5K. But they were, they were like, had just started the race and they stopped uh, during the race just to to ask, which was really funny. And then people kept asking me throughout the day uh, later. Um, yeah, so that was a lot of fun and kind of weird. Uh, and then I just enjoyed the rest of the day in the parks. I, I mentioned before I was taking my mom and she had a blast the whole weekend uh, just doing the normal Disney stuff, all the chill stuff that's not like too exciting. Um, so uh, then the next day was the 10K, uh, which you also didn't do, but that's the day you arrived and went to the expo, right? Yes. Cool. Um, so the 10K was Mulan's race. Uh, I did some Mulan armor, which uh, Nicole, who's been on this podcast way more than anyone, she was the, you know, my friend who was on in January. Um, she actually made that costume that if you see pictures, like she made the costume for non-running stuff and then just let me have it because she knew I wanted to be Mulan. Uh, kind of with the preface that if it got destroyed, that was fine. <laughs> um, it was super hot and humid going into that race. And it was a, and this was like long sleeves and pants. And I was carrying Mushu and a sword. And the costume was the first time I had like, I, I guess other than my Tron costume in January is the first time I had major malfunctions. Like the armor started to slide out of the areas that it was wrapped around and the sweat started to make the cord holding the pads onto my shoulders loose. And so that came off a few times. Um, but because it was hot and humid and my friend Elizabeth, who's been on the show before and will be again, uh, she had made it to Corral A for uh, for the 10K for the first time because you have to submit a time if you do the challenge, which she did. And the time she submitted got her into Corral A. And so I decided to do her run walk with her, which was super fun because um, I think it was John who asked before the race started, like who was running with her best friend. And it was like the first time I was running with a friend. So we just like grabbed each other's hands and was like, it's us this time. So that was really fun. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so I love running on my own, but it was really fun to just take it easy and enjoy the experience with someone I've been friends with for a really long time and not kill myself in the armor. So that takes us into the main event. And this is what I want to talk, ask you about a lot, which is the half marathon, your very first one. <laughs> yes. Uh, I want to start with, how did you feel going in? Um, I was pretty excited but pretty nervous because I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I was, I ran a lot of 10Ks and I got to the point where I was like overrunning 10Ks. I was like, okay, I'm running for my first half marathon. So I was definitely ready for it and more so excited than nervous overall. All right. Uh, and morning of, what were you feeling? Oh, I was ready. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, I never like waking up early uh, for these races, but I was definitely ready and prepared to go. I got my breakfast, I got in my costume, and I went down on the bus. It was our first time staying on property during the Run Disney races, so it was nice to use the bus system that they have. Uh, a lot more easier than driving over to Epcot at 3 in the morning. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you got to hang out at the front of the, the, like before we go into the corrals, you got to hang out with me and my friends, was, which was fun because we're always there like super early. Um, yeah. And uh, start making some Run Disney community, right? <laughs> yeah, I never get there that early, which I for sure going into my future races, I will be getting there as early as I did for the half marathon. It just, it makes it a really like a whole different experience. And I think a much more pleasant one. So yeah, you don't um, feel rushed. You get to enjoy it. It's a lot better than getting there last minute. So um, I guess really what I want to hear is what was the experience of running the first half? Like take us through it step-by-step step, physically, mentally, different, different stages of the race, problems you had, fun points you had. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of problems that came very early on, <laughs> starting with my shoe completely breaking um, as we were walking to our corrals. I, we were all walking together, and I was like, hmm, the bottom of my shoe feels really weird. And I look, and it broke. Um, so uh, I was just a Cinderella, and I guess I was really living up to my Cinderella name because <laughs> I lost my shoes before anything even happened. Um, this was like kind of my backup running pair as I was packing the night before I left. I realized I only had my main running shoes. I only had one of one pair. <laughs> so I only had like a right shoe and I needed my left. So unfortunately I had to settle for my backup shoes that I wasn't really used to running in. But as I got to the corrals, my shoe broke. I ripped it off like the sole off the bottom and I just, yeah, I mean, I just, I was like, well, there's nothing I can do. I mean, I have no choice. What am I supposed to do now? Um, so first I ripped off like the right side of the sole and then the left side started coming undone. I'm like, well, I might as well just make it even. We'll take off the left side too. Um, and yeah, so we, I led my corral, my friend Kelly and I, we were leading corral G. A funny thing about that too is, uh, what number were you in the corral? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, was, I, the number. Um, I was nine nine one five, which was, <laughs> if you look at the list, was literally the first number in G corral. So yes, <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, so that was pretty cool, and we got there super early. So of course, like we got to leave the corral, and I was really happy that we got there early too because. Soon after we got there, people were just flooding in. Um, so it was really nice to just get started as soon as we could. We started probably, I remember seeing you on the screen. Um, I remember like they, they, they were like, oh, um, oh, there's Michael. And everyone in my crowd was talking about you too. <laughs> it's funny because like me and Kelly, we were talking and we would overhear people be like, oh yeah, there's someone just as Jasmine. And we're like, oh, we know him. <laughs> Um, so that was pretty cool. It's like, you're famous. And so we got started with the race around 630. And I was feeling good. I we had an interval schedule set up for me and I was following my intervals. And as much as I wanted to like, really go faster than I did in the beginning, I knew like everyone told me save your energy, Kirsten, like it's not a 10k, you're getting that energy around like, mile eight, nine. You're going to want that. So I stuck with my intervals, and I went a little bit slower than I anticipated. And um, around mile four, I remember I got, like, my little energy chewables out, and that really slowed me down because for whatever reason, I could not open <laughs> my, like, the wrapper for it. 
so I was going nuts. Like I was like, my intervals were passing by me. I was on like my run interval and I just was like struggling, opening up my energy tools. I'm like, okay, I just want to take one. Um, kind of struggling, but eventually I got it. And it was actually pretty funny too, because once I was hitting mile, I believe like two or three, I saw you running the opposite way and you were hitting like mile 10. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> you're just like flying by. Um, so I remember like, I really started feeling it around like mile eight and mile nine, like the fatigue really just hit me. Um, and I'm just one of those people where when I hit the parks, I really slow down. I was like, for whatever reason, I know most people when they run these races, once they hit the parks, they get like that boost of energy. Yeah. I fly. Yeah. (laughs) I see your um, photo pass photos. You are definitely like living your best life. (laughs) Uh, For whatever reason, I just can't. I don't know why. I just, I really get hit hard in the parks. But I thought it was really cool running through Magic Kingdom. That was definitely a highlight. Like how they have, um, they had Mickey Mouse outside on like the train station waving to people. And I thought that was super cool. Mm. Like they had like little, they had fireworks going off. It was really cool. Really magical fun experience um one thing that i wasn't expecting running through magic kingdom is that people um around the castle because i guess you know people were slowing down to take pictures and um just take it slow going through there there was a few people like that were really getting upset and angry and pushing past people and yelling at people and that was just like a bit shocking because like you really couldn't go anywhere People were, you know, right. just like, taking pictures and forming those walls. So, but I just thought it was a little shocking. It was supposed to be like the magical moment. Like we're riding through Cinderella's castle and everyone was like, you know, uh, yeah, a bit antsy trying to like get through there. But that's unfortunate. Yeah, but it was still pretty cool. I loved it. I liked, you know, seeing Magic Kingdom early in the mornings. I'm used to getting on that, you know, super early. I always joke with my friends, like, running through theme parks at, like, 5 a.m. is my specialty because I'm always there when they first open. And, yeah, I mean, I liked running backstage, leaving Magic Kingdom. And that was really when it started hitting me too. It's like right when I got through Magic Kingdom and I hit like the backstage portion going towards the Grand Floridian. I remember I was texting you like on my walk intervals <laughs> and I was like, my, go- my feet hurt. I'm like tired. The sun, I think the worst part was the sun. Like the sun came out and the sun was just like beating down. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like if it was a little bit cooler out or some overcast, I would feel so much better. I mean, we really lucked out for how long it stayed overcast to begin with, though. Like, because if that sun, if if the sun was hitting as soon as it came out, like as soon as it came up, we would have all been hurting really bad for a while. Yeah. So, it, I mean, other than that, you know, it was pretty uh, well, good. You had a pretty, uh, you had an, a, a finish line moment, let's say. Yeah. So I'm going to leave the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually it was funny though too because like when I started slowing down a bit and it was kind of hitting me more um I would I would just talk to people people are so friendly and mm-hmm. they love 
talk like I was talking to a girl that had basically like the same costume as me on we were like Cinderella twins like you know just talking which was really cool um you know and around that time they had like the DJs out and the crowd was cheering us on it's like it really does push you around my like 10 that they you know really want you to finish and I remember once I hit mile 12 I just try to like book it to mile 13. I was like, I'm almost done. Um, I just want to finish. I'm ready. And um, I hit mile 13, turned the corner. It was like right there, the finish line. And as I ran towards the finish line, I was like, you know what? I'm going to jump from my finish line photo. It's my first half marathon. Um, And I just, I took off. I ran really fast. I jumped over the finish line. It was like that shining moment. And I came down and I landed right on my toe. <laughs> Bad. And I was like, ow, like my toe really hurts. This is like not good. And I was like limping after. I was like, ow, like I don't know what I did. But, like I landed straight on my toe. And I was like, I think my toe is bleeding. Like, of course, I just ran, you know, 13 miles. And my hurting moment is when I crossed the finish line. And um yeah, I got my medal and my <laughs> power in. I walked over to you. I'm like, I think I hurt my toe. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, and it's still, like, I don't know what's wrong with it. I'm going to have to go get it, like, looked at. But my toe is very badly bruised still over a week later. So so you really just wanted to punctuate <laughs> the ending of that half marathon. So you, you just wouldn't, wouldn't forget what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I wish that didn't happen. I wish you know what's funny too is that photo has to even get the photo of me jumping. Oh like I a- think they got it like right before, right after. I'm not too sure, but I definitely don't have a photo of me jumping in the air. That's a bummer. So, yeah. <laughs> so how was this like aside from it being twice the length, what was most different about this from your previous Run Disney experiences? Um I feel like I did train a lot more for this race and I know you're gonna like I don't I can't see you right now but I just know you're like rolling your eyes really hard at me right now (laughs) I'm not rolling my eyes but I am I was just struggling not to burst out laughing and you basically gave me permission by saying something so (laughs) I really think I trained a little you know I'm not as trained as I would have liked to be but I didn't train at all for the 10Ks. Like, I would just show up and wing it. So more than Uh, zero is a lot more. That's true. (laughs) There you go. More, yes. So I feel like I was definitely a lot more prepared. Um, I feel like I got more of, like, the whole race experience because we did get there super early. We were staying at the resorts. We Typically, we don't stay at the resorts at all when we go up there just because we're so close to Disney. But my friend Kelly really wanted the whole race experience. So between the shuttle buses, getting there super early, meeting you and like the run, you know, a lot of runners in the community, I thought that was that was what made this really different and unique. That's awesome. Um, So one thing you mentioned about talking to, you know, other runners during the race, that's one of the reasons I kind of always tell people, even if you're used to running with headphones, like bring your headphones with you, but start without because other people like you end up helping each other through the races and having a lot of fun as long as you're open to it. And if you're just like focused on your music or whatever, you're much more likely to not actually get that. So, um, 
but uh, but obviously people can do what they want. And you know, if you switch to listening to music when you're when you're a hundred percent used to it, like or when you drop it, it could just be something that doesn't work for you. But I really love like. I think people should be ready to interact with other runners, um, especially during the race, because it, it really takes your mind off of the parts you're having trouble with. Um, so what helped you to most to know in advance, if anything? I mean, honestly, talking to you helped me the most in advance, because I had no idea what to expect. I, I mean, like the furthest I ran was the 10Ks that I'd done previously for Run Disney. So... I honestly, you know, I remember I was telling you before the race, like, I just want to book it. Like, the adrenaline hits you when you start. And I'm like, I'm going to run this. Like, I'm going to run the first, you know, for the 10Ks, I typically run, like, the first two to three miles straight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that again. And then I'll start my intervals. Like, no problem. And everyone was like, no, <laughs> that's not a good idea. You were, like, fighting me over that for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, I'm going to book it. I'll be running my 13 miles straight. And you're like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) I uh, I wouldn't say I was, "Mm, okay. I would say more, I was like, please don't do that. I don't want you to die. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) And, like, I'm super happy that I didn't because, like, I started firsthand, like, with my intervals. And it was hard because – when I would do kind of like my slower intervals, I would watch everyone run. I'm like, man, I have so much energy right now. Like I want to run too, but I really, you know, I pulled myself back and I'm happy that I did because I mean, I was doing my intervals for the, basically the whole race and still around mile eight, nine, 10, even I was just really feeling it. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I'm happy that I didn't run <laughs> those straight because I would have be feeling a lot worse than I feel now. <laughs> the, uh, it's fun. So that discipline is a thing that like is tough for all of us. Uh, I mean, you know, I'll talk to people about say like when I'm trying to target a time for a full marathon, it's like, I'm running the whole thing and I have a target time, but I still like, most of us still go out too fast and it's like a struggle to make sure that it's like, yes, of course we're feeling great at the beginning because we're well-trained for this target. Right. It's like, you have to go like start off conservative so that you don't burn what you need at the end. Um, and it's like, and if you end up having extra at the end, great. Like you can push harder in the last couple of miles when you know what you should be feeling like, but, uh, it's tough. It's tough. So I, I can completely identify with that no matter how experienced I get. <laughs> um, yeah. is there anything you wish you knew in advance? I think I wish, um, you know what I actually wish that I did and that I knew is that my friend Kelly, she got like a little water bottle to run with (laughs) and I made fun of her so much. I'm like, you're going to run like with your little like water bottle in your hand. Like that's going to be in all your photo pass photos. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was like silly. And she was like, I'm so happy with my water bottle. She put her little um, energy tubules in like a small Ziploc bag instead of just leaving them on the wrapper, which I definitely wish I did too. But for my next half marathon, I would definitely want to like run with a water bottle too. It's funny like, too because you, you like showed me the bottle she had, and you're like, "Michael, look at this." And my, I didn't even know what you were leading to, and I was like, "Oh yeah, those are great. I have one." And you can see the look <laughs> on your face, like you're expecting me to like crack jokes about it, and I'm like, "Oh no, no, those are those are a good idea." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh well, um, okay." <laughs> 
I thought they were silly. I don't know. I just thought, I was like, for me, I don't know. I just didn't want to run with that in my hands for 13 miles. Right. So I was just like, so when she was like, oh, I'm going to run 13 miles with my little water bottle in my hand, I'm like, you know, there's water stations all over. Like, I don't know. Like, are you sure? Well, that's one of the things is when you get more experienced and faster and you're further up, it becomes less necessary because like you're out there for less. You're not competing for like the water, water stations. You're out there for a more predictable and smaller amount of time between the stations and stuff. But like when you're spending a long time out there, like bringing your own water, if nothing else, just for comfort to know that you have it is really valuable. Um, oh, yeah. And it's cool because it has like a little pocket in the yeah. water as well. And oh, another thing I would love to like, wish I knew and could have brought was like a little snack because around like mile eight, nine, which is when they had the energy beans, I was like, mm, I'm feeling pretty hungry. Like I can totally go for a little snack right now to push me through. Mm-hmm. And um, I wish I could brought like, I don't know, maybe like a small protein bar or something. Yeah. And again, that's one of those things when you go faster, like that becomes less necessary, but you'll still need like the, you know, the energy chews that you had. Um, So, and that's, that stuff is based much more on time than distance. So yeah, like anytime you're going to be out there for more than two hours, you probably need something to eat later on too, not just the chews earlier on, you know? Yeah. Which I wish I knew because I would have brought something, (laughs) but you know. Before your next half, we can come up with like an actual race plan. That's like a, hey, here's where I plan to be at different miles, like or different times, and you know when I plan to eat what, that kind of thing. And you'll be way more prepared and do even better. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I feel like I kind of winged this first half marathon just to like see what what I what it was like, what I needed. I feel like if I trained a bit more, I wouldn't have had that bad of a struggle around those later miles. Um, I think another big mistake of mine was that I had to stop for the bathroom twice and that took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So definitely try not to do that. Um, I didn't stop for any character photos just because the lines are really long, but um, maybe one year. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, they I mean, some cool characters out. I'm really confident that if you like train more consistently, you'll start to creep further and further up in the corrals in terms of like, and just in terms of the times you're posting and you'll have much shorter lines. So you'll be able to really enjoy those character photos too. Um, but you, uh, I think you have a long and uh, successful <laughs> running career ahead of you. Uh, and I will encourage that as much as I can. Uh, so, um, training schedule. <laughs> so how proud are you now that you've done a half marathon? Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so happy that I did it. Um, so, so happy. I feel like I've come, like, because um, exactly one year ago, I ran my first 10K, and that was, like, my first ever race. And it's funny because I don't really train too much for the 10Ks, but every race that I've done, I've gotten just, like, a few minutes faster, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so I know that I'm making progress, and now that I did my first half marathon, I'm like, wow, like, I, I, I just love it. Like, I think it's awesome. Um, my medal, like my half marathon medal is in the middle of all my medals because it's what I'm most proud of. And yeah. Where do you um, put your medals? So I have them on my nightstand right now. Like they're kind of spread out. I have a run Disney, um, wall kind of mat that I got off Etsy that you can hang your medals on, Mm -hmm. but I really need to focus on installing it 
correctly just because my metals are so heavy. Like, I'm really nervous to put it on my wall because I feel like it's just going to take my wall down. <laughs> like, my metals are – like, all my metals are just super heavy. Um, That's what happens when so, so many of them like, run Disney medals. <laughs> Those things are huge. I know. So it's it's super cool. But I don't know what I'm going to do with them all. Uh, I don't want to put them in my closet or anything because I'm like, wow, like, these are my medals. I want them out displayed. <laughs> but I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with them. Uh, anything else about your specific half marathon experience before I talk through my my race? Mm, I feel like I covered everything. I feel like your your half marathon experience is going to be a bit more interesting than mine because you're like different. <laughs> I wouldn't say lion. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, to me, I think the whole thing started. The stuff that was different started with the dance party that they did beforehand. You know, like in the corrals, they started to play music and. So people who know me who've been to like weddings or office holiday parties understand what I mean when I say that I started dancing like I normally do and that that's problematic when you're about to run a race. Um, <laughs> so like they did the Cupid shuffle, the cha-cha slide, the wobble, and then the, like the, the baby shark thing. Um, I got so intense on all of that. Like when I say I work up a sweat, like people don't have any, any idea because it was humid out. Like I was dripping at the end of this dancing. <laughs> and we only stopped that like half an hour before the race started. So like half an hour before I've done this thing for who knows, like, what is it? 20 something minutes of just like really hard dancing. Um, and I was dressed as Jasmine, as Princess Jasmine. And I had her like big puffy pants. Those things were not made for running and they did not breathe at all. So they were already getting like soaked and heavy that like that early. Um, so like it started to dry out before the race, but then as soon as the race started within a couple miles, they're drenched and soaked again. And so they're just like bouncing and like, I can hear them flopping against me. Uh, but also <laughs> like there's noticeable wind resistance, like especially when you go up on the bridges over the, like the overpasses, there's like noticeable wind resistance. And it's just like this, it's like a, like a wet sail, like flipping <laughs> me back. Um, so it's a really fun experience because I, I am faster than I have been in the past because uh, of the training cycle I'm in. And so I was still like flying while doing this, but I could tell I was being slowed down a lot. I mean, even worse is that those pants, because they're slowing me down in that way, but they're getting soaked, they're like dripping into my shoes. <laughs> so my shoes started to get squishy, which is gross. Um, oh no. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, like the, the highlight, uh, so... Every single time there was a DJ or a band or like a choir near the end, like there always is for the the half marathon. Uh, I I always danced through those, and I didn't realize it until I was looking at my watch. I dance faster than my normal running pace, so like when I'm dancing and skipping and bouncing and like giving attention to like the high school band people and making sure they see that I'm like dancing their their thing and making them smile, like. My, I suddenly was going like 30 seconds per mile faster. So I'm wasting all kinds of energy doing that. Um, clearly not optimizing for time. <laughs> uh, and then you, you mentioned when you saw me coming the other way, uh, there's this two mile segment where you go from the Epcot parking lot to Magic Kingdom. And then when you're done with Magic Kingdom, you're going back to Epcot, right? And so we're going opposite directions. So those of us near the front, when we're going back to Epcot, we see all of you heading to Magic Kingdom, and it's just like this huge group of people. And so from the very beginning, and it's funny because like we're pretty spread out when we're coming the other way, uh, and we're just like, and everybody else who's up there is just like, like puffing, like they're just you know they're running smoothly, and but they're you know running for maybe not for like an 
incredible target time, but they're running seriously. Like you can just hear them doing the, the really Eevee, even kind of hard runner breathing. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking over at the people coming the other way. And I'm just like skipping and waving my arms and yelling. And I'm like, you're all beautiful. I love you. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and people would yell back, they're like, go Jasmine. I'm like, go you. Uh, and then now enough people recognize me that like I would hear my name from time to time and they'll be like, we love you, Michael. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but I love you too. Uh, and that was fun. Um, and there was one guy at one point who was like, Jasmine, where's your carpet? And, I'm, and I, I yelled, uh, I don't need a carpet. I can run on my or fly on my own two feet. And so that was really fun. <laughs> uh, so I'm just flying by and it's like, I, I run without my glasses and everybody's at a distance. So like I couldn't, unless I happened to see somebody all the way on my side who I knew, there's no way I would notice somebody unless they like, you know, yelled my name and I lo- and I found them and then like knew what they were wearing ahead of time and stuff. So, so I didn't like find you or any of the other people I knew who was running, but I know some of you saw me. Um, and, but that's like my favorite part because I just spend so much time just like, I'll say things and I'll hear the people on the other side start to laugh and it's like, okay, good. I'm making their race more fun, which is kind of the whole reason I do all this stuff is to help other people have a more fun time. Um, because I have more fun when other people are having more fun. Um, so yeah, so that was fun. Um, I still actually managed to knock out my best run Disney half marathon time. Um, <laughs> though it was tar- slower than my target marathon pace. Cause I really let up during miles nine and 11 and wasted all the en- other energy that I posted. But, uh, but I think my biggest thing is like, I have new favorite finish line photos. Um, so if you haven't seen those on Instagram, you should check them out. They're pretty, pretty fun. Um, but it just, you know, it came over me at the end. I was like, well, I know that Jasmine is like flying on the carpet on the metal. So I want to be flying too. And so I flew across the finish line and, and I got you know three different shots from like slightly different angles of me like jumping across the finish line with my legs like off to the side. Uh, it was real fun. So, um, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then I waited for, uh, for a bunch of people to finish and, and it was fun. Cause like, I normally leave not that long after I'm done. Um, you know, maybe I've waited for, I, I've waited a little bit for, uh, my, for Elizabeth before, but like, she also finishes way faster than most people. Um, like she'll, she'll be somewhere, you know, not at two, but like not that far off. And so there's a lot of people behind her. And so I normally leave not after that. And it was really cool to just see that finish line area fill up with people. Um, Cause I've never seen it that busy before. Uh, Cause I'm never there when tons of people are there for the start. Cause I go straight to the area where you wait for the corrals. And then at the end I'm gone. And it's just really cool to see it fill out and see all these people having fun and feeling great about themselves. So I really like that. Um, so yeah, that's all the race stuff that I've got. But uh do you have any other uh, unrelated things to the race from the weekend that you wanted to talk about at Disney? Unrelated things from the race? Yeah, just other fun things um, you did this weekend. that weekend. Oh, we went to Trader Sam's yes. that weekend, which I, was like super cool because I've never been. Yeah, I mean, that was only my second time. I've tried before and didn't get in. Um, so yeah, we waited a while and got in. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. That was definitely a highlight. Um, I go there for Star Wars weekend. We're definitely yep. going to go there. Uh, do you want to really cool. describe to people what the Trader Sam experience is for anybody who doesn't know? Oh, my goodness. Um, yes, it's amazing. Um, it's I would definitely get there early because I remember we talked about it. It was a long wait to get in. But it's like it's a tiki bar in the Polynesian. And it's like the whole bar just comes to life. <laughs> 
like if I remember there's like a submarine drink and if you order that like the room turns blue and everyone's swimming and the cast members in there really make it unique and special I think that's like the best part about Trader Sam's is the cast members because they really can put on a show and get everyone involved and having fun with what's going on it's definitely no ordinary bar yeah that is yeah, that's the thing is like you mentioned the submarine drink and there's a bunch of special drinks that have like they trigger some special action. So like a volcano exploding or like, a you know, a some kind of I guess. A, yeah, you have to do like a sacrifices to the to the gods or something on on your actual drink. And, you know, like you said, everybody's swimming. It's it's a lot of fun. It's just so much personality in that place. It is. Yeah, I never really knew about it too much I've heard about it for sure but I haven't experienced it before and I'm really happy that I did because it was so different so unique and I'm a pass holder I go all the time so it's really nice to do things that are a bit different because you know it's nice to switch things up Mm -hmm. every couple trips cool other than that I think that was like my like yeah, I think that was kind of like the highlight that was different. Well, awesome. That wasn't really run Disney. I'm glad I could be a part of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess for me, other stuff, I, I mentioned I brought my mom and she did all the parks and really loved it. Uh, and we did a lot of food. Uh, we uh, we went to Tiffin's and Sanaa and the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen. Those were really fun. I did... Um, What's it? Uh, Kona Cafe for breakfast on Monday before driving back. All of those places, I just I love them all. Uh, in Magic Kingdom, there were some limited, uh, some current limited snacks that I got. I got the Vanellope Eclair at Gaston's Tavern. It's like a, like a you know a standard Eclair, but it has basically fruity pebbles on top, which you know I like fruity pebbles. <laughs> so, <that's good. laughs> uh, and then they had the Frog Prince Whoopie Pie, um, which uh, was a heads up to me from Russ, who was the guest last episode for anybody who listened. And that was over in the Liberty Square Market. And that's basically like a Little Debbie cream pie, but better and richer with like a solid white chocolate frog on top. I mean, it's green, but it's a white chocolate frog. Uh, And it's like a cinnamon with graham cracker icing flavors and stuff. And that is totally up my alley, just like totally unhealthy, sugary goodness. And I love that stuff. uh yeah and but i would say my favorite thing about the weekend so other than this kind of turning a corner and me like really being recognized by people and honestly like the best part of that attention's nice and i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna pretend i don't like attention but like the biggest thing is the people who started messaging me stuff about like ways that i had inspired them and, and stuff and it's like please don't ever hesitate if you if if for whatever reason you're excited to see me like I'm just a person. I'm not some celebrity. Like, come say hi. If I've had some kind of positive Im- impact, like, I want to know because that's kind of what drives me to do things. And I will do more of it if people let me know that I'm, you know, positively impacting their experience. Um, so, yeah, like, shout out to everybody who stopped me for a picture and then, like, messaged me afterwards and, like, tagged me in their photos because, like, that makes me feel really good and it makes me know that, like, I am actually doing something other people like and I appreciate it a lot. Um yeah. Uh, so what other, so I, I guess really all I have left is like, what do you have coming up in terms of running? I guess you already mentioned it a little bit, but. So my next race is going to be actually on Sunday. I'm doing a mud run. Oh yeah. So I think it's not really, it's a 5k. It's more so like, a you know, something for fun because you're definitely not going to go there and, uh, 
PR. That you're fast. Hot. Yeah, you're not good at PR either. <laughs> but it's supposed to have like an obstacle course, slides, ropes. I think it'll be great. Uh, so that's on Sunday. So really soon. And then after that, training for the Star Wars 10K. I mean, you're already I'm- training for the Star Wars 10K now. Yeah, training for that now, of course. Um, right on that. He messaged, he messaged me last night and was like, did you uh, run your like do your training today? And I'm like, mm. I, I didn't get a response. Tomorrow. I was like, I'm going to assume you didn't, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> we'll adjust the training schedule. <laughs> so, yeah, super excited for the Star Wars 10K. We're already costume planning. Um, planning everything for that weekend out. So that's what I'm most excited for. Cool. Um, awesome. Uh, what about non-running Disney things you're looking forward to? Non-running Disney things. I mean, I, I know at least one. What? What's the one? <laughs> uh, a movie that is your, like, think about your favorite movie? Your favorite Disney movie? No? Oh, the live action Aladdin yeah. movie's coming out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I was yeah. like, I know you're excited about that. <laughs> I know. I wish it was coming out sooner. Um, I'm definitely more, definitely excited for that. And, um, ooh, um, a lot of business stuff is going on with my company. Um, really pushing, you know, a lot of new ears out. But I'm really trying to train well for this 10k i think that's like my main priority right now oh and i wish i was actually doing the half marathon if i was in town i would be doing the star wars half marathon but i will be on a cruise going to mexico yep so that sunday so you'll be there for the 10k and then heading home so you can go to the cruise the next day so yeah otherwise i would do the half marathon no questions (laughs) i would love to do the half marathon even though i'm probably not prepared for it um, 30 days after my first half marathon, I would still do it. I, I still think, course. I think you could be more prepared for this one than the last one if it was on that short turnaround, but, uh, but we'll get you there. We'll get you to the point where you're doing back-to-back halves. Like it's no problem. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then first marathon. So <laughs> eventually, and then Dopey challenge and you know, I, I'm, everything I'm telling you right now, you're going to do the 2020 marathon and the 2021 Dopey. Like we're going to get oh. you <laughs> This is this is gonna happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! I'm just saying, any listeners, like mark that and and see if that happens because I believe in I believe in you, Kirsten. Oh no, Emma's <laughs> gonna hold me to it. <laughs> I'm gonna actually have to start training. <laughs> Positive peer pressure. Luckily, I've just always been a bit athletic. Like you know, I grew up doing softball, then I switched to volleyball, and now I'm into running. So I mean. I haven't been hit with it too bad yet. Um, so I really feel like if I trained well yes. and prepared for it, marathon, like I got this. I mean, so people who That's listen to the show crazy. have heard this before, and I think I mentioned it to you, but like what you, the way you've been doing these, like these races is kind of how I approached things through my first two halves. And it wasn't until I signed up for my first full that I started to train like really consistently. And then it just like sucked me in and I've been training really consistently since. Um, and, but yeah, it was the same thing. I was sort of relying on previous athleticism to get through and doing a pretty good job, but like, man, the world changes when you start to get really consistent. And I'm telling you, if like, if we get you signed up for that marathon, you're going to like, something's going to click and you're going to start, start going. You're like, you're going to start breaking all of your times. Like it's nothing. 
I feel like I'm gonna have no choice if I sign up for like a full marathon. I don't think I can wing that. Like exactly. I half marathon. Well, and that's what happened is like I realized <laughs> I can't wing it. Like I did my halves. I've got to train, and so I did, and and that changed everything. Um, so uh, do you feel good after your half marathon or like after your full marathons? Like how do you feel? Um, so I had a better experience than pretty much anybody ever talks about. Like I was not hurting after my first full. Um, I I flew through it. I hit m- faster than my fastest target time. Uh, it was, it, Grant, I was lucky it was perfect weather, but like I just trained so consistently and also had really conservative goals because I didn't have an idea because I'd never trained really hard for something before. Um, and so I just, I flew through. I, I remember talking to my cousin right after I finished and saying, I could have done five more miles at that pace. Um, so like I wasn't hurting. And now that said, the one thing that did hurt was it hurt to go downstairs and I was caught off guard by that. Um, but that was basically like ached just a little bit the next day, but within a few days I was out playing soccer with people. Um, and now I don't hurt at all after my marathons. Like I just, I could go out and do sometimes go out and just run the next day. No problem. So, um, and that's just consistent, like consistency over time starts to do that. Um, well, cool. so I do have a couple of running things on my end. Uh, I forgot in the last episode to recap my February marathon, uh, cause people know I'm doing a marathon a month. Um, I did the Mercedes Benz marathon in Birmingham, uh, I did it as a as a training run, and I told myself I was going to do negative splits, and I did do pretty pretty consistent negative splits, so that was great, and I felt fantastic afterwards, um, and I posted a, a really good time, so I was pleased with that. Um, and then this past weekend, uh, so there's this neat thing where Atlanta, where, which is where I live, hosts uh, next year. We're hosting the 2020 U.S. Olympic Team Marathon Qualifiers. So. Everybody who wants to make the U.S. Olympic team for the marathon next year is going to be in Atlanta next year to run to run that race. So Saturday, we did a test run called the Road to Gold 8 Mile, which basically ran... So the, th- that race next year is going to be a six-mile loop that they run four times, followed by 2.2. And so we ran basically one six-mile loop plus the 2.2 to test out the course. And a bunch of those Olympic hopefuls came and ran it too. So it was really cool being able to run behind Olympic hopefuls like that. Um, and it's one of the best things about running is just like we get to run the same courses that world-class athletes do. Uh, it reminds me, so in 2018, uh, the Peachtree Road Race I, is one I, I ran. And um, it's a 10K in Atlanta. It's the biggest 10K in the country, I think possibly the world. Uh, and it's on the 4th of July in Atlanta. And it's fantastic. It's a huge party in the city. Um, but that was also the U.S. 10K championship. So I was up in wave A starting like a few feet behind the people who were running that day at the same time with the same gun uh, as like for the championship in the United States. And that's pretty amazing. Um, so if anybody wants to run that, this, it's an amazing race. It's coming. This year is the 50th Peachtree, which is going to be a big deal. And the lottery is opening up soon. Uh, if you're not an Atlanta Track Club member, um, if you are a local Atlanta Track Club member and you were as of like before last month, you have a guaranteed spot, but uh, if you, as long as you pay for it. But for anybody who isn't, like, it's totally worth it. It's a blast, and I think you should come out and do it. Um, uh, my next race, uh, I am in less than two weeks. I'm pacing the Publix Atlanta Marathon. Uh, it's on St. Patrick's Day, so I'll be in an official Atlanta Track Club pace team member for the 345 group, along with my friend Sandy uh, and uh, another pacer who I just met, and we're excited. And uh, And yeah, I'm planning Star Wars costumes. So that's what I've got coming up. Uh, so yeah, Kirsten, do you have uh, any other stuff related to running or Disney you want to bring up? Mm. 
I don't think so. All right, cool. Well, then I can, uh, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for being my guest today. Um, before you go, uh, where can people follow you and what do you want to plug? Well, thank you for having me. And you can follow my running account, which you inspired me to make, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is the running beauty. But I think there's there's periods in between the and the running and then I, I will put links in all of these things to, uh, like, I'll put links to your Instagram accounts in the post for this. So if anybody's listening, you can just find that Instagram post. And if you have a podcast app that has that does show notes, I'll have links to all of the stuff Kristen mentions right now. Um, and uh, and if you don't have that, you can go to runthesmallworld.com just to see the the latest podcast episodes, and I'll have notes there too if anybody wants to find these. So. Um, so yeah, just you know, feel free to just mention what people are <laughs> should be following, and I'll make sure everything's linked. Yeah, so it's The Running Beauty and then Magical Princess Years, of course, because Magical Princess Years rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It really is. It's, it, it really is. Like, those ears are so great, and uh, and you do a great job. And it's, like, very clear people get excited about it when you show off new ones. So, uh, so it's pretty cool. It's just an awesome business you've got going there. Yeah, I actually just made some Run Disney ones. So it's cool. <laughs> Am I going to get to see you wearing those in uh, uh, at Star Wars? Uh, yeah, I'm bringing you a pair. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I will happily. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So, um, yeah, as always, uh, if you're listening, you can uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Run the Small World or on Facebook. I have a Facebook page that's Run the Small World. And uh, yeah, that's the show. Thank you for listening and stay tuned. I actually, even though I'm aiming to do monthly, I am going to probably do a couple more episodes this month just because other stuff is going on. So stay tuned. So all you really needed to know going in was that we're going to talk about Princess Weekend some, but like there's going to be other stuff too. So um, I, I will guide the conversation. Stuff. You'll see. You'll see during the conversation. We're going to guide through it. You had a list and you didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help you now. <laughs> well, I, I can help you by trying to be a good podcast host. That's I what mean, I'm going to do. We can do this later. If you want, I can go over my list. <laughs> no, we are not putting it off anymore, Kirsten. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sweating. I'm so <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I'm putting this on. I'm like, oh, I'm nervous. And now it's like the time has come. You ready? Um, okay. As ready as you're going to be, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess, here we go. As ready as I'm ever going to be. <laughs> okay, so here we go. the intro again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going to get started. Give me just a second to like introduce some silence before I start. You have me laughing now. I can't stop. All right. Okay, here we go. So, I'm sweating. I'm, I'm nervous. I am. Easily the longest podcast episode I've done for this show. Um, oh, really? Yeah, we just. Oh, no, sorry. No, no.